0: Welcome to episode 32 of the Natty Cast. I am your host Peter Bowman, and in this episode, I had the pleasure of having Max Nottensen on the podcast. You may know him from Instagram as Max Not Fit. We had a really good conversation today. Uh, we talked about nutrition and training, also getting into bodybuilding. Uh, we touched on a bunch of social media aspects, things that go into that, as well as our future plans with fitness. In terms of business as well. So, I think you guys will really enjoy this conversation. Max is someone I'd like to have on again in the future. Maybe we can cover some questions or topics down the line. But I think you guys will really like this conversation. So, without any further ado, let's get into the show. All right. So, to start off, I guess, yeah, just tell me about um, how you got into fitness. Uh, kind of your background and just a bit about your journey so far
1: Uh yeah so um, basically I used to be a competitive gymnast when I was younger when this was like from the time I was in I want to say like third or fourth grade up until I was in eighth grade and at one of my practices um, I was sitting on like this mat next to you know like the foam pit
0: Uh uh-huh yeah
1: So there's, like, a little piece of ground next to the foam pit, like, right by the wall, and there's this tall mat leaned up against the wall on that part, and I was kind of sitting up top, and a kid on my team came underneath and tried to, like, prank me by pushing the mat into the pit, like, hoping I would fall in, and uh, I I ended up falling backwards and landed on my head, and I got a pretty nasty concussion, so, yeah, so basically... After that, I I never did gymnastics again and I I was kind of bumming out for a while. Like it wasn't doing too well. And that was Mm -hmm. the first time in my life I actually like my metabolism essentially caught up to me. And uh, for the first time ever, I was actually like out of shape and Mm -hmm. felt like I like didn't look good because I I never really had to worry about my diet because I was just.
0: How old were you? How old were you then?
1: I want to say I was like 13 at
0: the time.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah pretty young but uh basically i went into high school like after that not really knowing what i was doing and i started out with swimming and diving I, I did a little bit of diving because i had like that gymnastics pass and it wasn't enough of an impact sport that it would bother my head so like i actually still have chronic headaches from that concussion and i'll i'll have them for the rest of my life most likely but um, yeah it, it kind of sucks but What's cool about it is that, um, sort of like my senior year of high school. Yeah. This is like beginning of senior year. Um, I, I kind of assumed that like going to the gym and getting in better shape, like getting in actually really good shape just wasn't something that was feasible for me. Mm -hmm. Um, just because I was like, Oh, like it's, it's too much of an impact thing. Like I, I kind of just made excuses to myself. Um, kind of what, like most people in that position would do most people that like don't know much about it and uh a friend of mine got a planet fitness membership and like kind of convinced me to go with him one day Mm -hmm. so he like took me to the gym with him he he, like i I didn't want to go but i I just went with him and i don't know what happened if i ended up loving it or like loving it instantly or if uh i just kind of enjoyed how it made me feel but literally from that day on, I just kept going. And I think after like we went two times together, he never went back and I like have been going consistently since then. And that was just about four years ago now.
0: Wow. Yeah. That's weird because yeah, most, a lot of people, you know, when they first get into it in high school, it's just because, you know, it's what their friends are doing. So it's funny that, um, your friend kind of fell out of it, but then, yeah, you stuck with it. So
1: yeah, no, it's, uh, it's kind of a weird beginning. I, I, I don't remember, like, what was going on in my head at the beginning, but, I, I mean, obviously I'm grateful that I was able to stick with it.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So then did you get, after, you know, did you just keep lifting uh, pretty um, generic body parts uh, for the first bit and kind of just messing around? Or when did you, did you ever get um, serious, more serious with it in terms of, like, programming and things like that?
1: As far as I can remember, it was a pretty steady kind of progression in terms of how effectively I would train. So like when I started out, it was definitely pretty bro splitty, like uh, chest day back day. I, I think I would do like back and biceps, chest, triceps, that kind mm-hmm. of class, split, just cause that seemed right. And, um, there were definitely a good amount of exercises that I like what didn't really know how to do well, but I think it's safe to say like over time, I would just learn pretty steadily and, and got better and better as I went so I wasn't great at the beginning but I would try to like watch other people and um yeah like I, I I've come to base my training a lot more on knowledge and what's actually effective as opposed to just what I enjoy doing and I, I now I've come to enjoy this so I guess it kind of works out
0: yeah yeah for sure um how old did you say you were at this time when you got um into the uh-huh. planet fitness lifting
1: I think I was about 17
0: 17, and you're 21 now, or?
1: Yeah, I'm actually still 20, but uh, I I turned 21 in, like, a couple weeks.
0: Um, So when did you get more into um, the whole nutrition side of things? Because when I first started, um, you know, I didn't place any real emphasis on nutrition. I just knew, like, protein was important and to eat enough. So essentially kind of what, I don't know if you saw my post I actually made today about that, like, recomp.
1: Yeah, Uh, but
0: that's kind of that's kind of what I mean. I did because I was always, you know, the I never had like a six pack. I didn't have most of my friends. I played soccer, so a lot of my friends, you know, were just super skinny, had six packs, like their metabolism. And I was I was skinny, but I didn't have like um you know the six pack. I was like more skinny fat. So my metabolism wasn't ever like one of the highest. It wasn't super high. So when I started you know, lifting as opposed to, you know, you know, a lot of people want to lose that fat and like look the part immediately. Like, I remember being like insecure as a kid, like at pool parties and shit, like I wouldn't take my shirt off. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. But yeah, I kind of just pushed through it. And like, you know, the first like, you know, year or so, nothing really changes. But then once you start, you know, you stick with it long enough, your body just comes around. And that was without any, you know, dieting uh, whatsoever. And like you, I feel like you know, once you start to build that muscle, it just slowly starts to happen. Your habits become better. Uh, you just gravitate towards eating more protein because like you want to eat more protein. Um, cause you think it, you know, obviously helps you build muscle and stuff like that. So when did you get, um, you know, more into the nutrition side of things?
1: Yeah, I guess I'm kind of similar in that. Uh, you know, when I started out, I didn't, I, I knew nutrition was a part of it. I just didn't, understand exactly how so uh for me it was less about like the protein like build muscle and it was more like i wanted to lose fat that was kind of my main goal i did want to like whatever have that like toned look but mm-hmm. I, uh mostly i just wanted to like lose fat and like be in better shape because that was kind of my main issue so uh my solution without knowing much was just to uh eat clean and I, I didn't know a thing about tracking for at least the first year or two. Yeah. I, uh, would kind of just like eat a lot of fruit, um, like eat smaller portions, I guess. And, uh, I, I remember like, I found this one diet online, like the military diet. And I'm like, Oh, I obviously, if I stick to this, I'm going to get shredded. And it's like yeah. for breakfast, like can of tuna, half, half of a grapefruit. It's like absurd. It's gotta be like 1200 calories for the whole thing. But I, uh, I think it it's had to have been when I started like following guys on Insta that i I slowly started learning. I don't know if you know who uh, Nick Sheedle is
0: uh yeah he he does the stuff with bodybuilding.com, right?
1: Yeah, he does yeah he, uh, he's really good, so like i'll he was one of the first big accounts that I followed, and I, I learned a ton from him just about flexible dieting and. That's where I, I think if I remember correctly, that's where I learned most of it. So same thing as with the weightlifting, just uh, from a nutritional standpoint, I think over time I slowly started to learn more and more about how it actually worked as opposed to just how I thought it worked.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I saw that. Yeah. I saw. Speaking of that, I saw your post. Yeah. The inspiration is fitness. He, Nick Cheadle was one. Um, mm-hmm. You mentioned like, um, you know, Christian Guzman. He was one I watched a lot. Um, and then you even had like Artemis Dolgan, things like that. So is, is bodybuilding something you're interesting and in getting into? Have you ever thought about, you know, competing, getting on stage or, um, something like that?
1: Yeah. I mean, um, if correct me if I'm wrong, but you have you competed before? You have, right?
0: Yeah, I did, and it did not go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did a lot of things wrong. Like I knew, it's funny because like I talked about this before. Like I knew what I was what I was doing. Um, I shouldn't be doing, but yeah. essentially, essentially, what set it all downhill in the first place was I just didn't give myself enough time to lose the weight that needed to be lost. Gotcha. So then that just kept snowballing into more mistakes, like crash dieting, crash dieting, um, doing like so much cardio and stuff. And, Uh, but I already, I already told myself and like, um, my followers, friends and family that I was going to like do it. So I didn't want to, I didn't want to back out. Essentially I should have, um, you know, picked a later date and just died it down slower, but I Mm -hmm. actually paid for like, that shit. It it, it costs a decent amount of money to compete. If you didn't know, to like get your MPC card and like sign up for the show, so essentially I already paid for it to like you know hold myself accountable. But you know, living you learn. So,
1: yeah, no, that's that's interesting. I've I've looked into uh, doing it a little bit, and I know that at some point I want to just to mostly just to see how I would do. Um, yeah. yeah, it's and also just like I, I kind of talked about in a post i put up yesterday how it's a lot harder to cut and to really get into those lower levels of body fat if you don't actually have a concrete reason to do so because it's it's all this mental effort it's it's a it's really meant like draining and Mm -hmm. without real reason to be doing it other than just that i like want to look cool it uh I, i found it to be a lot harder so Competing, I think, is definitely something I've, like, wanted to do for a while. And originally, I was kind of planning to do it this summer. Um, but it's tough, I guess, because I only ever a really dirty bolt. So mm-hmm. I feel like I still have certain muscle groups. I, like, I know I need to, you know, like, help catch up to the rest. And yeah. you know, little, little physique tweaks here and there that I guess if I were to compete right now, I, I'd be like, yeah, I know this is lagging, but I'm going to work on it. I'd, I'd rather just kind of put these next couple months into a, uh, like after the summer, once I'm back at school for my senior year, I'm, I'm planning to do a kind of a quality lean bulk and really just, uh, add those like finishing touches, so to mm-hmm. speak. And yeah. then, yeah. And then, I uh, I mean, ideally next summer, I'll, I'll hopefully be prepared to the point that I think I could compete.
0: Yeah. It's really a, a misconception. And I've been kind of dealing with this now because Ever since I got big um or like I did, I did my dirty bulk and I got close to like 225 230 um mm-hmm. I've been I mean most of the time since then has been sent, spent trying to diet it off and now I'm slowly getting back into reverse dieting um and trying to build muscle again because I do like um you know, I don't, I, I don't, I want to see something different next time I diet. And to be honest, my strength and like all that stuff hasn't changed or really increased much since then. Uh, cause I haven't been in a surplus for longer than like three to four months without like changing my mindset towards, man, I want to like dial this back down. So, you know, taking time off to like really try to improve, it's actually quite hard. And it's funny cause they call it the like, you know, bodybuilders call it the off season. But it's really, um, if you ask me now in hindsight, it's almost harder, um, you know, as a natural when you're building takes so long, um, you're not going to see changes um, daily or week to week like you would, um, you know, when you're dieting. So it really really takes that, um, you know, you have to have that mental fortitude to like push through like those days where you wake up and you feel like quote unquote fat And you're like, oh, I could diet this off and like blah, blah, blah. Like you could obviously cut calories for like two to four weeks and obviously bring your body fat levels down a bit, which is essentially Mm -hmm. like a short mini cut. But you got to you got to really I'm trying to really push through those thoughts now and, you know, extend this reverse diet for like, you know, at least like close to a year. So, wow. Yeah, that's kind of something. Yeah, that's kind of something that I'm struggling with because it's just like, I don't know, especially with social media. Like I feel like I have um good size, but I still like I obviously am planning this planning to be in this game for a while. So, I don't just want to be like I'm not I know I'm not done essentially building, so.
1: Yeah, it's uh it'll be interesting at least for me like going into my first time actually bulking like that cuz that's the way to do it, you know, like when I've dirty bulked, I I would gain strength at first just from being in a surplus relative to where I was, but it would just plateau right off the bat. And and I'd almost convince myself like, Oh, this is just how it's supposed to be. But there's, there's no sense of like progression there. So it it really doesn't work long term, and like barely even in the short term. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I, I get what you mean. Like, I, I feel like when you're cutting the results come so much faster and like, on at least a a weekly basis you really are seeing changes so it's so much more rewarding and it's like that makes it easier to stick to but if if you're lean bulking and you're just taking your sweet time and really trying to put on quality muscle i would imagine it's so much harder to actually stick to because it's the, the results are just coming so much more slowly
0: yeah and i feel like um you know when you go to diet your motivation is just so much higher And you can kind of like I noticed I do it, did it sometimes like you kind of just write yourself off with like excuses. Like, for example, when you're dieting, um, if you start to have like bad performance in the gym you're like, Oh, it's okay. Like I'm, I'm di- just supposed to happen. Like I'm dieting, like I don't have enough calories and like, you know, things like that. Whereas it's in, right. whereas it's in when you're in the off season or whatever, and you're supposed to have the calories, the energy, the strength, um, you know, those bad sessions can really get you down cause you're like, what's going on? Like, I don't get it. But uh, when you're cutting, it's like, Oh, it's okay. Like that, that's why you have like those yeah,
1: excuses. You've got you know? the excuse, exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that's kind of yeah. it's I just find that interesting because I don't know the reason people call, calling it an off season still like makes it funny, especially if you're serious <laughs> about it. But
1: oh yeah, it's it's like got to be so much harder. No, it's cool to hear your experience having actually competed and yeah. I mean, I'm I'm definitely gonna be hitting you up asking you for more questions if I do decide yeah. to compete.
0: Yeah, back to the first, you made a point earlier, like, um, yeah, it's different between competing, it's different between individuals. I feel like largely part of the reason I did it um, wasn't because, like, I wanted to compete, get on stage, like, it wasn't really an enjoyable experience, one, because I wasn't um, ready, but also because I was doing it with, like, different intentions, like, I mainly wanted to do it just to, like, hold myself accountable to get in shape, as opposed to, you know, compete for, like, the enjoyment of, like, competing, getting on stage, um, like, enjoying the experience, I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, like, it's different. Because I can see individuals out there who, um, you know, maybe they don't do social media, they don't care about, like, I mean, part of the reason was because I wanted to look good for social media. Um, Some people out there may not care, and they may be, like, you know, maybe they're, like, fairly lean, regularly, like fifty, you know, 13% body fat, something like that. Um, mm-hmm. And they don't care about going like a more drastic, quick approach uh, that comes with like a more like aggressive rebound because they don't care. They're just going to go back to where they were, like normal body fat levels. But my intention was to like sort of get down there and try to stay there. Um, and the way I did it was definitely not sustainable whatsoever. So it's kind of stupid uh-huh. on my part, but yeah i mean it it varies based off individuals' intentions because a lot of people find like competing as a a means to an end as opposed to like just something they do for like themselves or like the experience or because they find it like enjoyable or something
1: right yeah I guess I've never really thought about it like that that's that's interesting that you did it almost as a like you used that as a reason to get lean as opposed to yeah getting. In, as a means of doing well in a competition, that's that is kind of interesting. But yeah, my yeah, I guess sorry, go ahead.
0: Yeah, my biggest tip w- when you go to compete is just start like kind of like you're doing now. Just like start dieting, and then once you get like in shape, like once you're like in decent shape, like close to um you know hitting range. Like I don't know, I don't know what percent. I, I don't know how body percent is really work or like. What they look like, but let's say you need to be on stage, um, and diced for you is like five, six percent body fat. Like mm-hmm. once you get to like, you know, eight, nine, then like start looking for a show as opposed to like how I did it, where it's like, oh, this is the date, I'm doing it then regardless, because then you won't really enjoy the experience as much, you know.
1: Yeah, no, that makes that makes a lot of sense. I've, I've the most that i've seen like on uh social media of someone competing is probably from christian guzman because i'll like watch him he's like okay this is the date i'm competing uh this is how long my shred is going to be and it's like all planned in advance and i would always wonder like why wouldn't you just get down to a like point where you're almost shredded and then decide that you want
0: to yeah christian's kind of the example of like he doesn't mind like um, you know, obviously, summer shredding—that's largely business-focused. Um, you know, right. around around his business, it's not necessarily because like he wants to lose the weight. Like he knows he's gonna feel like shit, and he do- That's why he does like a more—he does the more drastic approach and gets in shape. And then once he's done, he kind of like you know bounces back to like where he was. Whereas right. you know, more so, guys like Rob Lipset or like Max Tuning even now. Like, you know, they're just maintaining that lean physique, like sort of year-round. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. No, it's, it, you're definitely right about it being a business thing. Like he, Christian Guzman, he knows his body so well. He's just yeah. like great at being able to do that. And it just works for him. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. It would be interesting, though. Like he's obviously back, like bulking again, but it would be interesting, though, because he's obviously not, um, I've never seen him sustain like that physique. I don't I don't think he wants to. I mean, he's obviously not going to sustain that level of leanness, but he's never um I mean, I don't know what body fat percentage he is, but yeah, just comparing it again to like Rob or like Max or whatever, like he's never yeah. um, he's never been like the lean year-round guy. He's always in good decent shape, but not like ye- lean year-round, you know what I
1: mean? Yeah, you're right. There there are definitely guys I see on Instagram who I mean, like, I don't know if you know, uh, Adam Fow. uh, no, he, uh, he, he's got a pretty big account, but basically he maintains, I, I want to say like, it's gotta be like seven or 8% just year round. So he's not trying to bulk or cut or anything. He's mostly just trying to maintain, but he looks shredded all the time and he has like no problem doing it. But I, I feel like I could never do that. I, I haven't even been that low in body fat. I'm at like probably 10% right now and still kind of struggling to stay here.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Speaking about you, are yeah. How are you doing at that body fat? Is that fairly sustainable? Are you like hungry throughout the day? Do you get irritable at all or are you fine for the most part?
1: It's interesting because like up until this amount of calories that I'm at, it was probably a lot easier. And then like just in these recent past, past couple weeks I'm at it seems like a lot for people, but and it, it is a decent amount of calories. But I'm at like 2450 for daily mm-hmm. calories, and uh, like last summer, I cut down to a point where I was at like 1800 calories. I just had no idea what I was doing, and like that was just awful. But right now, like this feels like so few for me. Mm-hmm. But it was it was pretty unsustainable. Like I would find myself going a little bit over most days and still being hungry. And uh, I've I've never really been a fan of any kind of specific diet but I, I decided to try almost like my own take on intermittent fasting so right now what I'm doing is I, I don't have like a feeding window so to speak but it's yeah. uh, I'll basically wait till around I, I go and do work for the first couple hours of the day up until about usually it's like 1 12 1 1 ish and then I'll go home and make like a big meal and and I'll just start eating at that point in the day mm-hmm. and I swear to God that's made doing this ten times easier it it I don't get i I barely get hungry in the morning because I'm keeping myself busy and then I'm usually like by that time I'm like, okay, now I get to eat and I start thinking about food and i I get to eat, and I just have so much less time where it's like i'll I could potentially overeat because there's just literally less time to be able to do it so it's still not easy but keeping it within that window has made it 10 times easier than it was.
0: Yeah. I've been a fan of IF for like a few years now. I actually found out about it because of the, you know, Hodge twins, even like now that I'm trying to eat more calories, like I still find myself, it's like hard to break the habit of like, even though sometimes you can eat in the morning if you're hungry, obviously, like I don't want to, because obviously I'm not that hungry in the morning either. And I'm just in such the habit of it now that it's, like, normal. It also, it also, it, it almost, it's funny, it almost kind of throws me off when I eat in the morning. It's just, like, it's just, like, so different now because I've been doing it for so long. But, yeah, it's yeah. funny. I feel like everyone, you know, when they first hear about it, they think there's, like, some magic to the window. Um I think that's all, like, BS besides, like, certain di- days where you can plan out a longer fast. But it's just the adherence aspect that, you know, really is so great about intermittent fasting you know
1: yeah no definitely I mean I I don't know if it's like not eating until then is making me like people say it makes you more focused and I guess I feel like maybe I feel more focused in the morning but it's probably just because I have to if I don't want to be getting hungry
0: no yeah I definitely notice the focus because it's just you're not thinking about food instead of like previously when people wake up like oh I gotta eat something you're so you're thinking about what to eat Uh, But once you apply intermittent fasting and you're just not even you're just not worried about it. So I definitely noticed the focus aspects of it. Exactly.
1: Yeah. So uh, you said you're you're bulking right now.
0: I'm bulking, but it's more so of a reverse diet. So I'm eating about twenty seven hundred and twenty calories right now. And that's significantly more. It's funny how things change because. I used before dieting like you know all the perpetual dieting you do can kind of mess you up which is kind of what I did uh which is kind of why I'm trying to like you know help people online as a part of it to avoid my mistakes because I remember I remember watching Kino Body like it was my sophomore year of college and he was talking about how he would bulk on 2700 calories and I was like what the fuck like what is this guy talking about that's like that's nothing like and I, yeah. I, And this was me not dieting. Like I was fairly lean at this point. I kind of went through that recomposition uh, phase. Okay. So I was like, what is this guy talking about? That's nothing like <laughs> you need to eat 3000 calories like easy if you want to like put on size. So that was just like my normal intake. You know, like three thousand something, I don't know. But I would eat out, you know, every day with friends, whether it was like some sort of place, like after we lifted or at like, you know, the dining hall in college. And we'd eat like a lot of food, so um, it's funny. I never thought about calories or macros back then, but now my intake is so much like lower essentially. So now I'm trying to sort of build that back up. So
1: That's yeah. interesting. Yeah, that's I feel like that's where I see myself being in a couple months as I kind of like do the same thing and work my way back up. Yeah. And I kind of go back and forth with it because I don't know if you do. Do you know who uh, Julian Smith is?
0: Yeah. Julian. He's the man. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So like I I look at his transformation and, and he preaches like the fact that he stayed in such a big surplus for so long and put on so much extra yeah. weight I don't, I don't know if he was focusing on progressive overload or like increasing calories as, as he went or if he was just in a consistent huge surplus but like he he preaches the fact that putting on that much weight and like being lenient with it for so long helped him get to the size he's at so it's it's almost like demotivating seeing that being like okay well i'll, I'll go back up to 2500 calories and try to bulk but yeah it's I think it is the safer more sustainable way to do it and yeah no. I, I, top.
0: yeah I think you definitely have to um you know spend a long time in a surplus, but it depends on, you you know, people's goals. Like I have goals similar to like Julian's, like, I think Julian Smith's physique is amazing. And like, I would love to look like that down the road. And if that is the case for you, uh, which it is for me, then yeah, I need to get my calories back up. I need to start like training hard. And like, that's why I want to hopefully prolong this for about like a year. Um, I do want to, you know, compete and, you know, bodybuilding again and actually enjoy the process and I want to look better. So I'm thinking either, you know, probably not even 2019, probably 2020. So I don't know how long, um, you know, I'm doing my own coaching now. I'm coaching myself with this reverse diet, but you know, down the line when it comes to, that's another tip, definitely get a coach. I don't know who you would go with, but it, dude, it would help. So it helps so much from just, um, the stress acts aspect, uh, especially with competing and accountability, obviously um, helps everybody. But you know, when you're coaching yourself, you second guess all your decisions. Whereas, um, you know, when you're dieting for that contest prep, you just want to be like, you know, all right, this is the plan. Let's go, let's go. Um, you don't have to worry about that stuff. So that's super beneficial.
1: That's really good to know. Yeah, I, I guess like even just casually dieting right now, I feel like. I'll make a decision and I'll just kind of like have it in my head. But if it doesn't work for a certain period of time, I'm like, oh, like, do I really even know that? Like, is this really even going to work? And there is definitely a lot of second guessing. So Mm -hmm. no, that's a great tip. Thank you.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah. So how is, um, how is, um, all this, um, stuff gone in college? I know you're in college and you're fairly busy. Has it been a trouble? Has it, have you had trouble like staying on track with fitness and things like that? Or?
1: Yeah. It's funny. Uh, I've never really found the actual fitness aspect to get in the way of school. If anything, it helps just because like the gym is, I am sure it's this way for you too, but it's kind of like my stress reliever. Like that's what I like doing. Yeah. So aside from all my schoolwork, it's like, this is the part of the day where I get to like relax and enjoy myself. But, uh, the, the harder part, uh, at least in my opinion from what I've been doing is actually like maintaining the page and and running this as a business while Mm -hmm. I'm at school. I, uh, so my major is I, I do it through this program that kind of allows me to design my own major Mm -hmm. and, uh, it's called fitness based entrepreneurship. So I'm like basically taking classes for exactly what I want to be doing. And you would think that that's conducive to, you know, running this business, and like running my page but if anything i i get so discouraged sometimes because it's like i'm i still have to take uh some bullshit classes to an extent and i'm like i could be like doing this full time like i don't need to be here but you know i'm almost done with school and i do enjoy being there and i definitely do take some classes that uh give me some info i couldn't get anywhere else so it's pretty uh you know i'll obviously stick with it and keep going but it's it's a lot easier actually staying in shape and and trying to stick to that than it is uh, running the pages. Well, that's more of where the multitasking comes in.
0: Yeah. It's definitely, I remember, yeah, I had troubles. I'm doing so much more now on Instagram than I used to be, but you know, just even like posting like just daily selfies can get like annoying because like I just, I made it a staple to try to be like consistent back in the day Right. Um, even though before I had like, was making infographs and things like that. So, yeah, it's definitely hard to, you know, stay on top of it all. But, um, so how is, you're also in a fraternity, right? And you're the president, you said? <laughs> yeah. <I know. laughs> how did that, how does that affect it? Cause I was in a fraternity at my school too. And like, <laughs> I know how that shit goes. Do they, do your brothers give you any like shit or anything like that? Or,
1: I uh, I mean I, I get a little bit. I think uh, it's. I mean you you can't be posting like shirtless pictures on Instagram and expect not to get some. But know, right? <laughs> yeah. But I mean it's I, for the most part all the guys are super supportive and I I guess I'm fortunate in that I've been pretty successful with uh, running the page and that it, it's almost like I've proven myself to them and they I know they have a lot of respect for it and they're for the most part the guys are pretty supportive. It's, uh, but it's kind of like being president is basically like a full-time job. So yeah. I, that keeps me busier than the actual schoolwork does. And it's, that's probably the hardest part about it. Just like, uh, aside from balancing the lifestyle, just bi- balancing the actual schedule part of it and, and doing all the stuff to keep the house running and not falling apart while at the same time, like trying to run a business and consistently be putting out content.
0: Yeah, that's crazy, man. I I literally don't know how you do a lot, do all that stuff. Cuz I feel like sometimes I'm doing a lot, but at the same time, like then I see people like you and I'm just like, "Damn." <laughs> like when I found out you were when I found out you were president, I was like, "Holy shit," because I was never, you know, president. I I wasn't on the exec board or anything like that, but even any of those positions, let alone president, like I know how much time that takes up, especially when you have to deal with like a bunch of dudes who could like you know, ruin a bunch of shit.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. It's, it's uh it's definitely a lot, but I I do enjoy doing it and it's, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's definitely a balancing act. I love doing a page and I love like helping the guys out. I feel like it's still benefiting me in a lot of ways because I'm mm-hmm. still learning leadership skills. Like I feel like I've, I've only done a semester of it. I still have another semester, but like, just in this time, so much shit has obviously gone down already. And just, like, learning how to deal with real-life shit, and I think it's it's benefited me, if anything. It's a lot of stress, but and I'm, I don't think I'll regret doing it in the end.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As far as you, I'm going to ask you about your content. As far as your content, all the, your pictures, does um, your girlfriend help you with a lot of those? Or do you use, like, a tripod for any of your own pictures or anything like that?
1: I, uh, I don't own a tripod, but yeah, my, uh, my girlfriend is a huge help with that stuff. Like she's always willing to help me get pictures or like, she'll be like, Oh, like this would make for a cool backdrop or something. So she's Mm -hmm. a huge help. And then if she's not around, like whatever friends I'm with will, they're they're usually pretty willing to help. So I'm I'm definitely fortunate in that. I, I feel like people see, uh, my account and they're like, Oh, he's got like, uh, like he, he sets up photo shoots and stuff like it, it's got to be easy, but I'm literally like waking up in the morning, texting my friend like, hey, can you meet at like two and help me get some pictures here in, in this part of yeah. town? It's uh, it's it's kind of a grind, but I, I much prefer that to having like in the past. I've just had like low quality pictures on my phone and like that's fine. It's not mm-hmm. necessarily bad. I just kind of prefer the look of like having them all taken on a camera. So I'm kind of willing to go that extra mile just to do that.
0: Yeah, for sure. What camera do you have?
1: Uh, the one I have that a lot of the pictures are taken on is oh, it's, it's like a Sony something. I'm not sure. I don't even know what the brand is, but it's pretty good. And then my uh, other friend who helps me get a lot of the pictures, he's got like a Nikon. So it's, it's kind of just different every time with what I'm using, but those are the two most Solid. consistent. Yeah,
0: yeah, man, that's what I, I, I need to work on that more. I need to get more like, good you know quality pictures it's funny i've always like (laughs) sabotaged myself like i never think like i'm good enough to or i like reach that point of the look i want where it's like all right let's go get like a bunch of pictures you know but it's funny because then you realize you realize you know hindsight that you never are (laughs) necessarily (laughs) gonna look like that because it's just like your mindset playing games with you and shit so you really just need to like get it done so
1: Right. Like some of the, some of the best pictures I get are on a vacation where I'm like eating way too much, but it's like too cool of a place not to get pictures. And mm-hmm. I guess relative to how I was looking before I left, it's like, okay, um, I definitely have gained a little bit of body fat or, I'm um, got a little bit of water retention, but I'm never like regretting that I took them. And I, I, I always look better than I think I do. So I would definitely recommend like even You kind of got to just go for it. And even if you don't think you necessarily look good in the moment, like you'll see the pictures and be like, shit, like, okay, I'm I'm definitely glad I did that.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So where do you see, you you talked about it. I I was going to ask you about that and you touched on it. Um, Like I wanted to know if you had your major was related to like fitness, kind of what you want to do or Mm -hmm. um, sort of what career path you were taking this down. Uh, Where do you see yourself in the the future with um, fitness and like, I guess, ideally, like, where would you want to be in, like, five years, per se? It's
1: a great question. Um, yeah, I I never, I always kind of imagined that, like, oh, it would be cool to do fitness as a career ever since I started it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I came into college as a poli-sci major. Like, I was very into politics, very, like, caught up in it all, which now I, I like, I still try to pay attention to it, but it's just so stressful. It's like this ongoing issue. So I'm so glad I moved away from that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, now kind of doing this page and actually being able to grow and like brand myself a little more, it's, it's made it so much more realistic. So I guess as I move forward and it's, it's becoming more of this real thing, like after I graduate, I'm, I'm going to have to really sustain this and be making enough money to mm-hmm. actually be doing it full time. Um, I have a, I kind of just see it going like I I have a few different ideas for revenue streams. So I just am finishing the last couple of touches on my, uh, like beginner training program that I'm putting out. Mm -hmm. That's going to be just, uh, next uh, probably a week from today. That's what I'm aiming for. Haven't even announced that on the page yet, but, uh, yeah, that's the goal and kind of, I'll put that out. And I I have a couple of clients that I do coaching with. Coaching isn't really my thing. I'm, I'm not a huge fan of it because I feel like I can't, give enough attention to each client if I have enough to be doing it full time. So I've sort of pushed away from that. I still have a couple of clients I I, uh, coach, but ideally I'll just sort of go the Christian Guzman route and start like different businesses and and see what works for my target audience. Just use the page as like a a means of marketing that. And it, it almost will help uh, from what I've seen with like these bigger accounts, like when you have that audience and you're marketing something to them that's quality and that you actually put work into, but for the most part that's just relevant to them, then I feel like there's so much success there because you just have all these people that you know they're you're giving them quality information day in and day out and they they see that and they recognize that. So when you have a product that you're trying to sell to them or a service that you're selling to them, they're so much more likely to be receptive to it. So that's kind of where I see. Uh, taken off. I have like smaller business. I, I have this like app idea. I have a uh, idea for like a low calorie beer. I could go on a, a million different ways, but the building the following and kind of building that self brand is, is definitely the main goal because without that, I feel like nothing else is nearly as possible.
0: Yeah, for sure. That was, yeah, that was, you know, the main reason I, you know, turned on Instagram in the first place was not because like I wanted. You know, it's funny because back when posting like all it was a selfies, like a lot of your friends think you're just like trying to like show off and shit. But like my main purpose for like the whole Instagram was because, yeah, I just knew if I wanted to make this, you know, somewhat of a career one day, uh, pursue fitness, you know, make some money off of it. You know, you need a following um, regardless of what you want to sell or what you want to create or what you want to provide, you know.
1: Right, no, absolutely. So, what's kind of your long term goal with
0: it? Mine, mine's kind of similar to what yours are. You know, I'm dabbling in the online coaching now, um, and I have several clients, and I'm just trying to you know get better um, and improve myself um, as a coach. Um, I think initially when I started, my main goal was to you know more so be a athlete, kind of let my physique, you know, just be make all the noise. Like essentially, you know, guys like obviously Jeff Side and you know, people like that, where it's essentially, it's not like Jeff came out and is like, you know, spreading knowledge. Like (laughs) I'm sure he's a knowledgeable guy, but you don't really know. It's all about the physique, the aesthetics. So I guess my initial kind of drive was to sort of be like maybe that fitness model or like, you know, just showcase my physique and be like, you know, I'm natural. So that was going to be kind of my leverage. Like I'm proud. Like I'm a natural guy. Like, like Jeff says he's natural. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, So kind of like, I don't know. I just, I I guess I wanted to just make like a a wave, like kind of like David Lay did. You know what their transformation videos, they blew up like huge. I kind of wanted to be like young and like in shape and just let my appearance take me to where I wanted to go, kind of be an athlete. But now I realize that you can't really do that unless you're like, an IFBB pro or like something and you have like endorsement deals, you obviously can't make a career out of just like looking good on Instagram. So that's where I really started, you know, spreading knowledge, spreading content um, and getting some traction with that. So yeah, I would love to create like some sort of a program down the line, um, you know, always get better at coaching, things like that, and kind of just see where it takes me. Um, It's kind of, you know, it's scary at the moment, because, you know, I am out of college, I finished with uh, my degree in marketing. um, And I haven't really looked for much of a job yet. Because I moved, I moved back with my parents. So my cost of living is fairly low. Okay. So I'm kind of just saving money now and trying to you know, expand on my own online businesses. Like I'm, 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 I should have a site up and a blog soon to kind of like, um, have, have, make my coaching look a little bit more professional. Um, right. just That's still cool. work on like expanding that and, you know, always, you know, provide content and value. Um, and then yeah, down the line, just see where it takes me, you know?
1: That's cool. Yeah. No, I, I definitely understand that. I, I really, I definitely resonate with what you said about like, wanting to be like that fitness model, that kind of like icon figure. And I think to an extent, any guy like in our age range, that's starting an Instagram like this, like that's kind of the dream. Yeah. But I guess it's, it's so much harder to start that way and to start marketing yourself that way. Like if I feel like if you start out that way, your growth will be a lot slower. You're a lot less likely to have people buy into you because you're not giving as much value. Like Mm -hmm. when you're Doing what we're doing, and you know, doing the infographics and really teaching people—that's what they buy into. And I guess I've found that I have the most success uh, with what I'm doing now, which is I do almost like 50 50. It's it's like half teaching people concrete information like about fitness, about getting in shape, fat loss, muscle gain, all that. Mm-hmm. So half that, and then half sort of selling myself and saying like, "This is what I do. Like this is my lifestyle. It, it's it, it's related to the." information I'm teaching you. And I've like learned from my mistakes and I'm trying to teach you that. So almost like having this sort of balance of selling myself and what I do and like my lifestyle as well as like the actual information and, and giving that value. I think that's i um, because I'm kind of hoping to get to that almost icon point at some point. That would, yeah. That'd be pretty cool. So I feel like there's, this is definitely a, a good way to do it by not only trying to sell yourself, but helping people in the process, because if you're helping them, they're just that much more likely to actually buy into you and to care about your lifestyle and still want to follow you.
0: Yeah. And that goes back to like one of our, you know, original points about like, you know, the problem, the problem with Instagram, everyone wants to be like aesthetic on there, but, um, that's the problem. Cause you know, like Julian Smith was saying, like, you got to take time to, you know, build that muscle, build that foundation. Otherwise you're never really going to get there because, you know, obviously, a lot of these guys that we look up to, they've been putting in work for, you know, 10 plus years in the gym, like alone, not even to mention like the social media and all the other business aspects. So,
1: right. Yeah. It's, there's so much behind the scenes to it. It's, it's, it's hard because, you know, the posts that go viral aren't you with like a bulking physique with like no abs or anything. It's yeah. the thing that attracts people and get those followers in the first place is like seeing abs, seeing that shredded look and being like, shit, like that like, that's what caught their attention. Like they're, they're just thinking, that's what I want to look like. And yeah, no, you're absolutely right. It's, it's tough, but I think ideally you, you almost acquire an audience so that even when you are in that stage, they're like, they see that and they're still like, he's impressive. Like I understand what he's doing mm-hmm. and I, I still, you know, follow him just the same and still like understand why he's not shredded right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. definitely definitely uh a struggle but that's part of the fun i guess i mean i feel like i don't know i'm i'm hoping that eventually all this fitness stuff works out and i can make you know a living working doing this but i'm sure like whatever happens i'm gonna look back and be like at least like i tried you know
1: oh yeah i mean that's the thing like i'm i'm home for the summer like not working uh full-time job. And like all my other friends have like internships and they're making so much more money right now. But I'm like, I would a million times rather be doing this and at least giving, you know, what I love a shot and trying to do what I love for a living than sitting at a job that I hate working for somebody else, like wishing I was doing this.
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, that was pretty much, yeah, that was a lot of what I wanted to ask you. And I think we had a, a really good conversation about those subjects. I think um, a lot of people listening will probably be in the same boat um you know wanting to make a career out of this, so I feel like they 'd get a lot out of it so
1: definitely, man. no this has been a great conversation it's been yeah. awesome talking
0: yeah thanks, thanks a lot for coming on and yeah, I think keep it up, man, because you have some of the you out of all the people I follow, you have probably some of the best uh you know stuff you definitely make me um out of all the people I follow, you definitely can make me feel shitty about what I'm doing.
1: Thank you, are No, you're, you're killing it, too. I, I really appreciate that. Yeah, I, I have no doubt you'll be able to make it with doing this for a career.
0: Yeah. All right, man. Yeah, well, stay at it. And maybe, actually, I had an idea. Maybe you could come on um, some smaller time. I like this conversation. Maybe we could do, like, a Q&A or something. We could both, like, answer questions. I don't know if you'd be interested in that uh, down the line, but... I Was just, I, that idea kind of came to me as we were talking? I feel like if we just you know, you know, went back and forth on subjects, it would be a great way for people to learn and something like that. I don't know if you'd be
1: interested. Down oh, line. I'd be down to do it. Yeah, that sounds sick. I'd, I'm definitely down.
0: Okay, man, awesome. Well, thanks again. Um, I'll obviously have all your information um, in the description. Um, I'm not sure when the episode will be coming out, but I'll obviously um let you know um i'll have to do like some editing behind the scenes and stuff and i'll record that intro uh but yeah thanks again bro
1: no thank you so much for having me it's been great talking with you
0: all right so i hope you guys enjoyed that episode with max um if you want to check him out all his information will be below in the description so i highly recommend you check him out if you are not following him also if you're a beginner and are interested in a program He actually recently came out with a nice beginner program. It's called the Everyman's Gym Plan. So I'll link that below as well, um, as well with all his other information. And then as far as me, um, my information will be in the description as well. Um, I want to start answering some more questions on here, maybe even with a few guests. So if you have any questions, feel free to shoot them over in a DM or an email. Um, And yeah, I think that's pretty much it, guys. So... Hope you enjoy it again and have a great day.